If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. And he didn't speak any longer. That was it for the commentator, Wayne Martell. He was done. Lost his voice, sat in the commentary booth, but couldn't commentate uh, anymore. That was an amazing uh, final in the World Darts Championship. Uh, Michael Smith ended up winning against Michael Van Gerwen in the final. But uh, that has been described as the best leg ever in darts history. Just to explain that and give us an idea of how big the event was and how the sport is really growing is the president of Darts Australia, Kelvin James, who was in the UK when that was all unfolding. G'day, Kelvin. Oh, hi, how's it going? Very well. Uh, just tell us why that was such an amazing leg of darts, that one we just played the audio from. Well, how often do we see my mind data? You, you know, it's, it's the perfect leg of darts. And for one player in the same leg to just miss on the final dart, and then for the other, if his opponent to take it out, it was just, I don't ever recall it being in, it being that, that situation before when it was just... Just doesn't get any better than that, does it? How how often do we see a nine data in professional darts? Well, that's that, that was uh, Michael Smith's third nine data in a major, and his eighth, eighth, eighth nine data on TV. And uh, Van Gerwen's hit, uh, I think, I think four on in uh, in majors. But altogether, there's been about seventy-two of those uh, nine datas hit in televised events. In the history of the game, so you know, so, so actually seventy-three, seventy-three, you know, that is, and uh, fourteen at the Ali Pali. Kelvin, you, you talk about um, in front of a TV audience. What sort of numbers would have been watching that final? Oh, look, I haven't seen any numbers, but uh, millions around the world. It's, it's broadcast uh, live via Sky in, into so many countries. You know, it's got to be up in the millions. And uh, you got to remember that they're playing for, uh, I think it was about five, five million Australian dollars was on offer in total prize money. So, um, you know, half a million, half a million pound for the winner. So tremendous, uh, tremendous prize and rewards on offer for these players. We had a chance of seeing players of this standard uh, at home here, Kelvin? Yeah, they come across each year for, well, Prior to the uh, 
with the pandemic shut down for the World Series of Darts. And uh, they're back in Wollongong in August. And New Zealand, uh, I think it's August, yeah, end of July, August, for the World Series. And uh, I'd, I'd encourage everyone to uh, come along and have a look. Yeah, it's in Wollongong uh, uh, this year in August. Darts just seems to be a sport that's growing and growing. It's a fantastic uh, TV product. We were saying before we were on air yesterday, it sort of social media was lighting up with so many people watching and saying how incredible it was. Why do you think it has become such a, a popular sport and, and particularly these big events that uh, just generate so much interest from people around the world? Well, I think that, I think that the first off, it's it's a game that anyone can play, but only a few can master. You know, it's like any sport; you put the time in, and you get the rewards. But it's 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 entertaining, and you know, it's it's player against player. You know, it's almost gladiatorial in a sense. It's just um, under the skill on these players, these professionals today, it's just amazing. I mean, I was up off my chair listening to the audio on that. You know, I've watched it today again a dozen times at least. It's just sensational, you know. And uh, we've had, we've actually had three Australian guys over there in this tournament in, in the in, at the World Championship in Valley Valley. And uh, you know, it, the future of the future of the, the Australian player is looking very, very bright. We often hear of pathways in in mainstream sports, Kelvin. You know, of you know, players being identified at fourteen and going doing their cricket training or footy training or whatever. What's a what's a a pathway for a dart player? Well, it starts off at your local uh, local level, of course, same as any other sport. And then, uh, you know, you, you have your junior your junior development programs where you can represent your associations, your regions, your states, and go on to the, the Australian Championships and then represent your country from there. And, uh, and the, world is be, the world's at your feet after that, in, in all honesty. You know, it's quite a, simple, uh, quite a simple pathway, but like any sport, only the uh, cream rise to the top. Peter Kelvin James, president of Darts Australia, who was in the UK for that uh, amazing final yesterday between Michael Smith and Michael Van Gogh. And look, Kelvin, we all know the skill of darts, and that's one thing, and you can appreciate that. But there seems to be this real focus that has worked so well when you see it coming through uh, the television when it's in England. I know some people I used to work with went to the event, I think it was 2015 at what is now Marble Stadium here in Melbourne, and they absolutely loved it. This this focus on making it entertaining, from the you know the the colourful outfits to the you know the the colourful walk ins like boxes to the atmosphere in the crowd, even that you know that that camera angle for the, for the third dart which focuses right in, which is fantastic uh, for television. There just seems to be this real focus on making this an entertainment product. Yeah, I think that's where the real value is. You know, without without it being an entertainment value, it's not going to it's, it's not going to be regular broadcast on a regular basis because you won't have the interest. You know, there's there's a whole lot of uh, work goes on behind the scenes to make sure that it is entertaining and that the uh, the players are able to perform to, to the you know their optimum levels. And the 180 zoom is is an amazing camera shot. It's it's one of the most unique yeah. camera shots in in world sport. Virtually nothing else exists like it in sport. How big a part of the coverage do you think that's become? Oh look, I th- I think the you know for a traditional uh, traditional televised darts event, you, you have at least six to twelve cameras, and uh, and a couple of people in the back, you know, in the broadcast track, zooming with, with some specialised equipment, uh, plus a spotter. 
who knows exactly where the players are going to be throwing the next darts, and uh, and they're able to guide the camera the cameraman in. That narration, uh, that narration of a of a darts game seems so important too. It, it's nearly as important as the players themselves, Kelvin. You know the, the 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 commentator getting involved in it and making sure that you know the whole stadium lifts with the the dart players and they understand the importance of the the next trio of darts they're about to throw. Yes, exactly. And I think every commentator, number one, they have to be an entertainer, but they have to have that skill and experience of knowing the game as well. You know, it's a, it's, it's a unique skill and uh, it's you know, very few people do it. Uh, every commentator has got their own unique style, you know, like exactly the same as every other sport, you know, where Rick, good old Rex, he was famous for his, uh, his one-liners. And, uh, and it's no different with darts. You know, with, with darts, it's just Wayne Marvel has created his own little rhythm of, of uh, how, he, uh, how he commentates on a game. And uh, although yesterday he was left speechless. <laughs> so, Literally, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, my colleague yeah. here, Simon O'Donnell, scoffed at me when I made this suggestion earlier. But has there, has there been a push or will there be a push to get darts into the Olympic Games, could could that happen one day? Uh, I'm looking at this in, in the background. The World Arts Federation, who's the national governing body for the sport, have uh, have been working with uh, with the IOC on that one, and we are apparently the next level down from being an exhibition sport. At the uh, so we're two, at least two Olympics away, but why not? It's got everything. But if, if you take away the old image of the, you know, the uh, the guys having a smoke and, uh, and having a beer at the same time as playing their darts, it's now become a multi-million dollar business. With that comes multi-million dollar rewards. And the skill levels on these players today, as we saw yesterday, is just, it's just phenomenal. It's just sensational. How many professional darts players do we have in Australia? Uh, they're, all, they're all based in the UK because there's not enough, mm-hmm. uh, not enough um, work over here. So the uh, the well-known ones, of course, are Simon Whitlock, the Wizard. Um, yeah, the Wizard. Yeah, we've got another couple over there at the moment. In Damon Hedder, he's the other guy. We've had a, you know, a, a semi-pro go, who um, go across. He actually played in the World Championship in Mal Cumming, and um, and of course the late Kyle Anderson was a great. Um, was a was a great unique dart player as well who had turned pro and tried his luck and unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. And how do you go with the, how do you go with the darts, Kelvin? No, I'm just an administrator, mate. I, <laughs> I, I walk around a little bit, but I'm not. Uh, I love playing the game, but I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near these guys' level. Ah, they are amazing. Uh, Kelvin, thanks so much for your time yeah. and just giving a snapshot of uh, why the sport has really taken off. As I say, the, the social media yesterday, and my brother-in-law was just infatuated uh, with this uh, tournament and always is uh, when it's on. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. That was Kelvin James, president of Darts Australia, just backing up my view that uh, it might be an Olympic sport one day. Give us, how would you call the darts? Right. Huh? You're running commentary of a darts match. That's what they're pushing for. Well, be the darts me? No way. No, right. these bikes are unbelievable. I don't know the rules well enough. Right. Give us a oh, 180. <laughs> That's not what they do, isn't it? Uh, let's get to the break here on Summer Breakfast before I embarrass myself even further. Don't record that.